Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. A long time ago, we used to be friends, but I haven't thought of you lately at all. Come on, now, sugar. Bring it on, bring it on, yeah. Just remember me when we used to be Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. Damn. I repeat. Damn. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. I could be bored to death. We here on this week's episode talk television. We are in the, the throes of the holiday spirit. Uh, this is our final mini episode. It was my pick this week. I chose Veronica Mars, Season 1, Episode 10, and Eccles Family Christmas. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Tell us uh, the make and model of your car. I'm interested. Your credit card number and PIN. You Ooh. know, whatever. Yeah. Any Mother's bits of information. All security questions. <laughs> Name of your family pet, you know, favorite fruit, simple stuff. We want to hear from you. Let us know you're out there. Um, so as I was deciding on my first Christmas episode, I, I I had to narrow it down to like a list of. I think my list started at twelve. I narrowed it down to three, and then picked two to to bookend our holiday season, and. I always feel that like Veronica Mars is a safe bet to watch. Um, Chris, I wasn't. I was unaware that you were actually you had never fully watched this show. Did you get? Did you make it through to episode ten, or did you have to skip? <laughs> I've made it further than episode ten. Oh, fantastic! I'm yes, proud of you. I'm. I'm super glad you picked this because. Uh, whereas I had brought uh, the pilot to the sh- to our podcast mm-hmm. previously, this was the episode that <clears throat> kicked Chris into gear into actually watching this show. Finally, not that he didn't want to, just that he hadn't had the chance before, and and now had, we're now we're in it. Yeah, and like I hadn't really had the the uh, assignment to like. Yeah, I was no. like, well, now I have to, so I have to blow off everything to watch this show. Oh no! And so I've been like, you know, watching it on my lunch <laughs> oh, breaks no. and just kind of blowing through it whenever I got the chance. And then last night we were, uh, you know, just gonna do our regular TV watching thing and catch up on some modern television. And I was like, you know, I really just want to watch more Veronica Mars, so yes. let's do that instead. So yes. just blow off all the current stuff because the show's just fantastic. It's as it's as good as I knew it was. Um, and just the amusing bit of how I'm going into this is I love iZombie, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun seeing so many of these actors uh, very young. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Um, also, my first introduction to Veronica Mars was the movie. 
Um, Interesting. Which I barely remember. I remember liking it, but being kind of confused because I hadn't seen any of the show before. Yeah, well, and, I was a Kickstarter backer of the movie, and then the movie came out, and I got it, and I was like, well, this is kind of a bummer. I have nobody to watch it with. And Chris was like, well, I'll watch it with you. And so, like, that's how his first exposure to this was that. And then we watched the pilot back last time. It was, mm-hmm. you know, what we were watching for the show. And it was a pilot episode, and it wasn't like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the history of mankind. It was like, I can see where this is going. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching watching a couple episodes it's like well i really want to see where this is going <laughs> and then the last couple episodes have just been like here's a giant here's a giant thing happening and that's the thing that's why i kind of pushed him towards um not just watching this one but mm-hmm. watching all the ones from the beginning to this because this is where things really start to get interesting yes and see outside of i'm gonna say like the last 15 minutes of the show it is it is a a a standalone like mm-hmm. the, the episode solid mystery of the week for both keith and veronica correct and and it's it you don't have to watch the rest of the season to enjoy three quarters or fully understand three quarters of this episode um it is not your typical christmas show or Christmas episode. It just happens to take place during Christmas. Uh, it's about a card game, and money goes missing, and Veronica Mars has to do her detectiving thing, and she does it very, very well. But the and then a guy gets stabbed, and they don't talk about it for an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some stuff that happens between those things. Yes. Yeah, there's stuff that happens between those things. And then, like, the following episode is like, hey, remember that time you got stabbed? That sucked, huh? Like, wait, hey, wait a second. I didn't even know he was alive. <laughs> <laughs> there are certain things, like, I haven't done a rewatch of this in, in quite a while. Um that's not even true. It was, it's probably been about a year. And every time I jump back into the show, I always forget how plastic Lynn Eccles looks. Like yeah. how much of her is fake. Logan's mom. Logan's mom. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, like she is a lot of plastic. Yeah. She's like, wow, those <laughs> lips are um, full of lots of chemicals. Yes. Um. Through, so the episode, you know, the 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 monster of the week the the mystery of the week is solved by veronica you know she puts the pieces together reveals the information in her veronica way um very uh i don't know she 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 presents herself as if she knows and you are less for you to think that she doesn't know, you're the wrong person. Okay? She's very good at what she does. And that's why she continuously does it. And everybody just, like... Underestimates her. Underestimates her, her completely. And she like, is so good at what she does. That's why... <laughs> that's one of the brilliant things about this show as a whole is that Veronica appears to be this, like, little tiny... A potentially ditzy, blonde, like harmless little cute thing. And in reality, she is smart and she's dangerous to anyone who has done her or anyone she loves wrong. Mm-hmm. And 
like just underestimate her at your peril, dude. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely true. Like, so let's talk about the end of the episode where the the through line starts to 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 culminate. There is um, threats being thrown at the Eccles family. Um, they're having a big party and so on, and they figure out, well. Um, Keith Mars figures out what's going on with that mystery. So there's technically like two mysteries going on throughout this entire episode. But then as that's going on, at the very end, Veronica confronts someone that pushes along the main through line, the, like the, the seasonal the season through, arc, through line. Yeah. And she is going into this situation knowing that or feeling that this person is very dangerous, that they did something that, that <coughs> has hurt her family and put her and her mom and her dad in a very precarious situation. And when she confronts him, my favorite part of this episode is like he's he looks at her as if like that whole thing. She is an unassuming little girl. And when he starts to to walk away, she aggressively takes a step and 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 blocks him where she is under the impression that this is a bad guy he's dangerous mm-hmm. and yet she put herself in that line that she's sh- fearless yeah that shows the kind of character veronica mars is outside of the wittiness outside of the quips and all of that shit like she is a strong female character um keith her father in this episode Another phenomenal performance does his job fantastically. Always at like he is, he's the butt of the joke of the town, mm-hmm. and he yet again does what he needs to do, and he he succeeds, and he's like everything about this show is is overcoming adversity in this tiny little pretentious town. And everybody looks down at these two. And these, these two are, like, by far the best two people in this town. Um, my only complaint is I, I can't... I, I, I never have been able to just get on board with Weevil. Oh, no, I love Weevil. I, I don't buy it. Like, he's too stereotypical. Like, he's the Hispanic kid, and he's the tough biker guy. And I, like... You're supposed to be a high schooler. Yeah, my my main question with Weevil is, how is a high school kid the leader of a biker gang? Yeah, but I mean this 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 I mean show clearly doesn't take place on Earth because you know <laughs> every kid has like hours of time to just be roaming the halls and doing whatever it is that they need to do because <laughs> that's the way TV works. That this this takes place in the same uh, you know. Uh, <clears throat> West Coast as Saved by the Bell, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, I was at, I stopped at Wawa earlier today, and somebody had a bright yellow Hummer, and I was like, oh, Logan. <laughs> but then it wasn't Logan, it obviously. Wasn't. Hey, real quick, sideways. I also stopped at Wawa this morning, and when I went into the store, I heard like this pop singer singing the the melody to Don't Worry, Be Happy. Mm-hmm. You know the do 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 do. And so she was all like, you know, pop singer singing that up. And I was like, boy, this is weird. But then it turned into um, uh, Winter Wonderland. 
I was like, wait a minute. Wait, what? <laughs> Somebody, some pop singer did a mashup of Winter Wonderland and Don't Worry, Be Happy? And then I just kind of wandered around Wawa for a few minutes listening to it, wondering what planet I was on. <laughs> and uh, then she actually started singing the lyrics to Don't Worry, Be Happy. And I paid for my stuff and I left. I threw up in the parking lot and I went to work. <laughs> nice. So I love Don't Worry, Be Happy. That's a great song. It is. It's a fantastic show. It's a fantastic song. So for those of you who haven't seen this show, but have, because the movie was a pretty big deal. Um, the movie does p- take place well after this show. Like a lot of stuff Especially happens. well after the first season. <laughs> a lot of stuff happens. <laughs> yeah. Part of what's been fun. I mean, I did a fairly recent rewatch of Veronica Mars, but uh, any rewatches mm-hmm. is welcome for me for this show. It's, it's a, one of my lifetime TV comfort foods. There you go. Um, but to go back and like rediscover where these characters started in relation to one another, given the foreknowledge of, of where they end up. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It's like, oh yeah, this is why this one felt that way about that one. Right. And and it's funny because I watched the movie and having seen all of the original show, but I hadn't rewatched it that recently. And then when I saw what was going on in the movie, I was, I was like, wait, like, Logan is a douchebag. Yeah, like, psychotic jackass. Like he is a, I, like what? Wait, what happened? And then I, when I started to do a rewatch, I was like, yeah, I was right. He is a giant douchebag. But he changes over the course of yes, the show. Yes, he and does. And also, this made me super excited for the uh, the new season that they're going to do. Right. And I have strong opinions about where I believe they should be starting out from, and if they. Do you deviate from that? Then, well, I'm curious. (laughs) I don't want to spoil things for Chris, but I'll tell you offline. Okay. But if they deviate from where I want them to be when the show starts, I'ma be real mad. Well, okay. From my understanding, so let's let's just talk about what does Chris? Do you not know anything about what's happening with the new show? I don't remember anything about the movie besides. Wait a minute. Wasn't Logan not a horrible person? That's really and like that's a vague recollection. That's yeah. All I, I don't want to. So, yeah. I don't okay. want to talk about the few the the, the later past <clears throat> yeah. past the Christmas episode that we're talking about. I don't want to talk about past that for him. Okay, so we won't do specifically. But the the new show is supposed to take place two years after the movie. After the movie. Okay. Right. And the movie, which takes was more like, than two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Jesus. Time flies. Um. And the movie takes place well after the end of the show. The show. Yes. So, but it's such a, I don't, I, I can, <laughs> I, it's weird how there are certain shows that you can always go back to and it doesn't matter how long it's been. There are things that you remember. There's things that are a, a surprise again, even if you do sort of remember them. Like this show, I have, I have never been disappointed with. Like every once in a while, like I I rewatch Scrubs a lot. Like that's one of my shows that I put on in the background. And every once in a while, I go, oh, this was a stinker. This wasn't a good episode. I I don't have that. I don't have that recollection with with this show. And I think it's because of all the characters and how well they are portrayed in this. Like everybody does their part. Even the, like the douchey cops or the chiefs of police or who whatever you want to call them. God, lamb. Like we. I, they are playing their part 
perfectly. Even though I don't like them, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing perfectly. Um, the, in the entirety of the Eccles family throughout most of the season are just horrible people. Horrible. But that's what they're supposed to be, and they do it well. The the relationships with, you know, uh, Veronica and her best and her besties. Um, I can't even remember how does she have. Right now, it's her and and Wallace, right? Yes. Now, uh, when does or ha- what's the, what's the, the girl Ma- Mac Mac is Mac involved? Is Mac yeah, around? Yeah, she's a, she's in play. Okay, because like those three, I remember them being unstoppable. Like I wanted to be part of their little clique. Yes. So it's just a, a really well done show. One of the like one of the first that I remember having such a strong female lead that was wasn't reliant on any sort of male counterpart. Mm-hmm. Like she is, like her father like relies Wallace on her. Is the guy Wallace is her gal Friday. Like he's the sidekick. Yes, but like still, like even even past that like her father who is supposed Mm -hmm. to be like her male (coughs) role model and and like her support system they are equal they 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 support each other and if not if i would actually lean towards the fact that veronica helps him more than she than he helps her like emotionally and and you know just yeah she takes care of him she kind of filth in the in a weird way fulfills the wife role yeah well i not not like you know not in a disgusting way or anything just in a sort of like female domestic partner kind of way right and they 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 complement each other very very well the who's your daddy line happened notwithstanding notwithstanding (laughs) 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 i i I liked that and i believe it was in the movie where no, there there was some point in the in this series where he said that, and she was like, "I really hate it when you do that." <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was in the movie. It was like stakes for everybody. That I remember that. Is that was that the movie? <laughs> I, he, I'm not sure. He has a big check. <laughs> Anywho, um, so it's great that we watched this episode because it is a standalone. It it gets people involved. Watch the watch the show. Watch the movie. Get ready for. A, a, a new season because if it's anywhere near the quality of what this show was and what the movie was we're all in for a treat because they have yet to let me down and i have to give a special shout out to harry hamlin as aaron eccles mm-hmm. oh my god he's just like every i think every time i watch the series i get more enamored of how like over the top that character oh, is yeah. Yeah. Where like he just like, can you circle the names of the women you slept with? And he circles like five names, and he's like, no, no, just at that one party. <laughs> and the face he pulls oh. is just like unbelievable. Because I think he didn't change his answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just outstanding. I, I, this, the whole at least first season that uh, he was in as Aaron, it was just. It was like chef kiss. <laughs> well done. Yes, at the end of this episode, Aaron Aaron does reap what he had sown through his. And the way that whole scene is shot with the like, the, 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 
I don't know how to describe it, but like everything is kind of in slow motion, and the camera's kind of like whooshing around, mm-hmm. and like well, and, and everybody is surreal. distracted, and like yeah, it's a lot going <laughs> and, on. And then you've got the like everybody outside watching the carolers all peacefully and happily while the in- while the chaos is happening inside, and the two guys with snow guns. Like, come on. Like, you it's blatant. Like, you could see them. Mm-hmm. They're on a couple pieces of scaffolding. Just leaf blowing away. It's a really, really entertaining show. Especially, it, and it, I can't recall our, this is not normal for it to be this standalone of a, like a, a mystery of the week. No, they're usually a little more threaded together. So, I, I I don't I didn't remember that this was that far out of the the through line. I'm glad it was because it 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 shows you a lot of what this show is capable of, and without you getting bogged down in the mythology. Yeah, you didn't really need to know anything going in. Like they they explain everything, except for those questions like, why is a forty year old weevil still in high school? <laughs> so. Anywho, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad, Chris, that you caught up. I was I was worried. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep uh keep watching this because you know I like this show. It is it, it it is a well done show. So that's it for this week. That's all I got. Chris, you got a spiel for me? I sure do. It's laying around here somewhere, and it goes a little something like this. You can get in touch with us at malikeekade.com, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade, or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can find us individually on Twitter. I'm Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. Yeah. And Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, you can always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh, original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you, sir. Did you know that it's the new year? We didn't even discuss the fact that it's now 2019. We are in the future. Next year is 2020. That's when most (laughs) futuristic movies take place. We should have flying cars by then, right? I mean, I hope so. We work for the FAA. You make that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's the future. We're happy new year, everybody. Let's 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 fake it. Um, Karen. Yes. You're up. It's your turn. It's my turn. Uh, I'm a woman of my word. I promised that we would be talking about Doctor Who just as soon as we had. I had the next opportunity to pick. <clears throat> so let's uh, let's finally dive into Jodie Whittaker's tenure with uh, season eleven, episode seven, Kerblam. <laughs> Is that K E R B L A M? B L A M! Exclamation point! Uh, of course, that's part of it. So next, I'm your genuinely homework. surprised you didn't go with the New Year's episode. Well, surprise. <laughs> there, there you go, folks. That's your homework for this week. Doctor Who, season 11, episode 7, Kerblam. We'll finally get to hear how Karen really feels about Doctor Who. 
not like she's had an article series or we talk every about every week. We talk <laughs> about Doctor Who news every week. I it, I know it's it's uncharted territory. <laughs> I want I want to watch Doctor Who. I I have to. I I saw maybe two or three episodes and time to watch more so thank you karen so that's it that's all we got people thank you so much from all of us here at this week's episode i'm evan i'm karen we used to be friends a long time ago (laughs) good night and this concludes our broadcast day